Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we're going to talk about something that is a big class is a bit woo-woo, but also, actually, it probably isn't woo-woo. We're going to talk about the chakra system. So you hear it a lot in yoga, I guess. If you go and do yoga, you hear them talking about the chakras. Um, we're going to just kind of go through what they are, what they mean, and what to do with them. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I think when you said it, it often gets classed as a bit woo-woo, I think it is the original woo-woo term. As soon as someone mentions the word chakra, there's a certain, I know, group of people just immediately turn off and say, right, you've mentioned the word chakra. You're, t- you're talking about a lot of shit. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to entertain it. Okay. And I suppose once upon a time, I was probably the same before I kind of looked into it and, and read more yeah. about it. But hopefully we're going to try and convey that there is a very, very kind of practical, almost medical aspect to this. Just, I don't know, the word chakra just comes across as very hippie-ish, but um, we're going to show that it's it's rooted in history and there's a lot more to it than just kind of this subtle energy field. Um, there's some very kind of hard evidence that these do, these do exist, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And when you say that, you were probably one of those persons. I was one of those persons. I actually started to teach Pilates rather than yoga because of the whole chakra shit stuff. I just thought it was like nonsense <laughs> but we can change right but that's why I'm a Pilates teacher and not a yoga teacher yeah and I mean it's I understand because like sometimes you, you might have heard one or two people say the word chakra or use it in marketing and stuff and then if you if you didn't really like those people then you associate <laughs> the term chakra with those people or, or those type of people so you kind of get almost prejudiced and then you, you don't want to learn about it but yeah um, but hopefully this podcast can teach people about it in a, in a different way because me and you were very i would say yeah we are a little bit hippie-ish but we just regular northeast <laughs> people come from bloody coal mining villages and if we can get on board with the chakra system and, and show how kind of ensure the practical applications of learning about it then it's kind of bridging that barrier between hippie and normal i would say yeah i think like when if someone in the past had said oh you need to reattune your chakras I'd have just gone, yeah, right, whatever, whatever that means. But now, actually, since we learned about it in the Czech Institute and I've spent the last five years pondering on it and wondering about it and reading about them, I'm actually more convinced that they are there, that there is something there. And it, like we say, it's a very ancient thing, but it correlates to some, you know what, like sometimes science takes a while to catch up with the ancients, you know, like the whole breathing thing and all the other stuff that sometimes it, takes a while to catch up. So I think this is something that science just hasn't quite caught up with yet. Yeah. And because of the the nature of chakras, which we're going to explain, it's kind of hard for science to prove that it exists. But what's mm-hmm. that saying? Um, lack of evidence isn't lack of... Not evidence of lack. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> what it is. But, it's but... evidence of... Uh, yeah, lack of evidence is not evidence of lacking or something like that isn't it yeah but i can't remember like but, that. 
But yeah, but there's, but there's things exist which are almost impossible to prove scientifically. Like things like love, what is love? Everyone feels love, but you cannot weigh or measure it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's kind of like the chakra system. It's just, it's almost like a feeling. And then it's, it's very hard to, to prove it and weigh and measure it and have it like there, there is the chakra, give it to me in my hand. Like, so that's and probably why. I can't dissect them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why the, the scientific world often just, um, just shuns it a little bit. And in the regular everyday people, because they can't see it and have statistics and things, then it just gets written off as, as a load of crap, really. And again, me, me and you, we probably were those people. But yeah, the, the, there definitely is a lot to it. And if all these ancient yogis and masters and gurus, if it was good enough for them and, and they knew it existed, then yeah, hopefully, like you said, like the breathing, the Wim Hof stuff, hopefully it's coming more and more back into the mainstream now because it's, it's so important for our health. Mm. Um, and it's not as easy as just going, right, just I'll just realign my chakras. <laughs> like, there's a lot of practical steps you can take before that. Um, even just improving all your foundation principles is going to give you a huge boost in health. So don't go from being like massively unhealthy. Then all of a sudden think you're going to sit down and realign your chakras in half an hour and be healthy. Like probably do all the other stuff first, all of the practical, yeah. like healthy stuff. And then once you, once you start to improve your health, you'll probably just find yourself intrigued by things like the chakra system and energy systems because that's kind of, yeah, I find it fascinating, to be honest. I don't know about you. Yeah, I do. And as Einstein said, energy is everything. So, you know, if these little um, chakras in your body are energy disks and centers of energy, then that's where we want to be focusing on. So, in fact, I've just hit on the first point that chakra actually means disc or wheel in Sanskrit. So um, that's what how I imagine them, little wheels of energy pulsing around. Yeah, and most people have probably seen um, like an image or a picture or a painting of someone yeah. with the chakras lit up. So there's there's seven major chakras. There's You can get into finer detail in, in some cultures and um and mythics and you know wise teachings talk about like being more than seven being like 30 or 100 chakras all over the body but the vast majority of of teachings talk about the seven major chakras don't they so that's what we're gonna we're gonna focus on um, yeah. but most people will have will have seen photographs or patterns of these seven like you said like a wheel or a disc or a vortex um running up uh, up the body but essentially it runs up the spine doesn't it yeah, and then there's each one has a different colour. So therefore there's like crystals that go with different ones and there's um, oils, essential oils that go with different ones. So there's like each one, if you feel like you've got a problem in one, there's different ways to treat it via all the other stuff as well. It's really, it's a whole encompassing system, isn't it? It's really interesting once you start. It's really deep, actually, once you start getting into it. Yeah, after. What you were talking about there, I found that absolutely fascinating because some of the material we got from the Czech Institute was like a chart and it, um, it, it shows you the correspondence between like, for instance, the, the root chakra or chakra one with a color, a sound, a frequency, foods, crystals, oils, smells, <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's all on this one level, which, which relates to the root chakra. 
And then you go up one, then you would go to the second chakra and that would be the color orange. And then everything changes there. And it's like, for some reason, I just found it absolutely fascinating. And I still do to this day, every time I go and revisit it. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's based in nature as well. Like you said, the colors, it's just the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. It's um, all the foods which correspond with each chakra. They are the colors of the rainbow. Um, things like noises we hear, vocal tone, when people sing, they all they resonate at different frequencies different up frequencies, the spine. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's also good. And when you think about um, so modern medicine can't really prove that chakras exist. But if you think about like, so they do correspond with the glands in the body, the major glands, which when these were written down, like, 2000 years ago they didn't know that glands existed but they actually do correspond to the major glands in, in your body and also when you think of something like maslow's hierarchy of needs that we're all taught in sociology or psychology you know it's the same principle first off is the safety the like warmth the house you're never going to get into enlightenment and self-actualization until you can get food into your body because your brain won't work and stuff like that so it's the same, isn't it? Safety is the first one, and then it goes up to enlightenment. So same thing. That's rooted in modern-day psychology and sociology. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's amazing that thousands and thousands of years ago, they, they knew these things without having, like a like I say, a scientific um, theory about it. Like you get a lot of the ancient Egyptians, they had the, the third eye, was depicted in a lot of the the hieroglyphics and the patents and things like that. They had the, which is the pituitary gland, which would be mm-hmm. the sixth chakra. And they knew the importance of that, like the third eye. And even to this day, um, a lot of science cannot really explain the role of the pituitary gland, uh, sorry, the pineal gland. But it seems that the ancient Egyptians knew the relevance of this because they placed it on such a pedestal by having it um, enlarged mm-hmm. and the patterns of things. They, so it's like, I, d- I don't know, it's where you'd get, like you say, if we could get back to what these ancients knew in, and we could, we could match it with modern science as well and get the best of both worlds. Like that should be a really noble goal to aim for, shouldn't it? Exactly. Like if you go to a doctor and they said like, right, you've got life threatening cancer, I would never go right. Oh, I need to go and like I'll realign my chakras. <laughs> <laughs> put a few crystals on my throat and that'll cure him like my cancer but it's working alongside modern medicine as well because modern medicine is has some very good aspects to it but also the ancient stuff has some really good aspects to it as well I don't think you could rule out either no I think it comes with um like the uh, when you start reading about chakras and things a term you'll often hear is like subtle energy and mm. And that's kind of what it is. So you kind of look at these things like um, like life-saving interventions. You know, you kind yeah. of whip a crystal out and then cure someone who's having a heart attack. But someone who has heart problems, if you look at the, the fourth chakra where the heart is, and you, and you start introducing foods on the same frequency and noises on the same frequency as the heart or exercises which stimulate that area of the body over mm-hmm. a long period of time, these subtle things will make a big difference. So medicine, like modern medicine might cure things instantly, which is amazing, but um, kind of working on the chakras over 10, 20 years might prevent that problem or make you be able to live with that problem. So that's where the two probably interject and could work together. 
Um, which, which, yeah, which is, like I say, the best of both worlds, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, shall we go through the chakras, the major ones, and what um, glands they represent as well? I think. Yeah, cool. So, the first one is the root chakra, which is called the first chakra, and it is symbolized by the color red. And it is um, situated between the anus and the genitals. So it's the root cause of everything. So um, when we're talking about root chakra, it's um, to do with safety, survival. It's your survival chakra. Um, so if people, for example, are having money problems, that then that's a first chakra issue. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's that... Um... Like you said, safety, security. It's also like being part of a tribe as well. That sense of like belonging, especially as humans, we we social animals, aren't we? It's yeah, like you say, and it's it's having that connection to to earth as well. You, you want to be rooted in something, rooted mm. to the earth, rooted to a tribe. Um, and like you said earlier on, if you if you're trying to achieve the next level of consciousness, but you're homeless and you don't have a job and you're worried about where the next meal is going to come from. You're never going to get to that state because you haven't addressed the root chakra first. So it kind of works from, from the bottom up, doesn't it? So the mm-hmm. first chakra, like you said, would be, um, it's located in the, like the lumbar spine or the coccyx. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work up from there. So, yeah. And again, the color is red. And earlier on, I mentioned the, like the vocal scale, um, mm-hmm. We've all heard the whole thing of um, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. Mm-hmm. So even if you say the word do, 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 if you do it for long enough, you'll you'll probably feel um, the the root chakra almost start to vibrate if you can get your voice that low. And I found this fascinating as well when you when you go through the vocal tone and you can feel your spine resonate yeah, you can't feel at different points. Spine, so, yeah. so even that just proves that it's it's a physical thing. You can't see it, but there's a, a physical thing there. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the root chakra. It does have a, like a, is it a Hindu name? But I always, I kind of pronounce them all the too hard. Mudrahara. Mudrahara. <laughs> you did it better than me. I might have just made that up, mind the way. Hang on. Mudrahara. <laughs> Hang on. Well, I'll find it. I've got a bouquet with it written in. I can't find it. Yeah. Mul- all- oh, Muladha, Mula, <laughs> Muladhara. Mula rice. Yeah, Mula rice. Is it elephant? Like. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. And they're all like represented Ganesh. by lotus, lotus flowers as well, aren't they? Yes. So this one, um, the roots chakra is um, the glands that represents the adrenal glands. Those are your survival glands. They what pump out your stress hormones, your fight or flight hormones. So that's where the roots chakra lives. And also, it's all to do with bone health. Any skeletal problems, anything wrong with your bones, is all a root chakra issue. Yeah, and like we said, you can you can then keep like we're not going to go too deep because it'll go on forever. But <laughs> again, you can then because it's it's the color red, it resonates at a certain frequency. I think it's like four thirty-two or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to listen to music which resonates at that frequency, you can do the vocal toning. You can eat red foods. Mm-hmm. If you if you think you're having a problem with this chakra, um, I think there's obviously there's things like crystals and there's um, like rubies know. would be the yeah crystal. you're the expert in this yeah go with that tiger's eye bloodstones um, the oils would be the deep earthy oils like cedar wood myrrh patchouli those deep earthy ones that 
those are the ones I love actually the smell of those so yeah so it's the deep red in yeah. the color and it's even represented by planets and animals and things like that if you if you find this interesting you can go and research it but I think it's the elephant it's like that matriarchal connection to earth yeah earth um, mother yeah, and I think, I don't know what, it might be Saturn, the planet. I might just be making that up, but again, don't want to go um, too much into it. I can tell you it's Earth and Saturn. Earth, obviously, because it's the Earth chakra. Oh, course, so yeah, Earth yeah. and Saturn. And um, I was going to tell you something else there. It's, oh, it's like there's so much stuff to go into when you're talking about them, isn't there? Yeah, it's just. It's amazing. I yeah, say. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, osteoarthritis is a common. But, um, oh, the bones, obviously, yeah. Yes, a uh, problem with the base chakra. But yeah, anything. So Warren, when uh, if you talk to Warren, one of our coaches, he likes to know how, where which chakra a person is operating from. So it's like on an emotional level. So when he's talking to people, like, do they have money worries? Have they like? Are they? Do they feel secure in their bodies or in their homes? Because some people can feel not safe in their own bodies. So. It's um so any of those kinds of things, that's a root chakra issue. So yeah. he would say that you don't go any higher up, always just work at the one that's not resonating before you go on to the next one. Yeah, and you get people like you said, figure out like a really skilled coach can figure out um if it's like a complex client, like a complex case. Like you say, they can they can go to the chakras and figure out if there's a problem in the chakra, I mean, it takes a lot of experience mm. um, and the, the coach has to be really dialed in themselves, really healthy. So they can pick up on these, like, again, subtle energy changes. Um, but yeah, as like an example of someone so will go to the, um, the, the second chakra, the circle chakra, that's um, like sexuality and procreation. If someone is uncomfortable in their own body, like you said, um, if the if they were born male, but they feel as though they've been a female, like transgender, like obviously that chakra is going to be like going through a lot of turmoil. Mm-hmm. So a skilled coach might pick up on that really quick. Um, if they, I know if you're homosexual and you're scared to come out about it, you'll mm-hmm. a, a skilled coach will often be able to tell that because that chakra is probably being closed off and it's not being allowed to flourish. So again, there's there's very kind of physical practical things which come from having closed or not fully functioning chakras yeah what i like is it links like the body parts and the glands and all of that with emotion and it's true that you do store emotion in your body and these are what they say that where emotion is stored so you mentioned there the second the sacral chakra which is situated in the lower abdomen between the navel and the genitals so this one is the glandular connection would be the ovaries or the testes so it's your sex hormones and this one is all about emotional balance and sensuality shall i try shall i attempt the attempt the name in in sanskrit svadisthana svadisthana Sounds like Swedish or something. Yeah, yeah, it does like a, a Swedish, <laughs> Swedish spa or something. And it means sweetness, and its associations are what makes life sweet. Pleasure, sexuality, nurture, movement, and change. Hey, there, there we go. go. It's the colour orange. Mm-hmm. And what crystals would that be off the top of your head, do you know? Oh, God, hang on. Yes, I do know. Citrine and golden topaz. And the oils would be jasmine, rose, and sandalwood. Oh, there we go. 
And on, on the vocal scale, it will be, it says, so, so the first Ray. one was Do, yeah, so the second one was Ray. So if you just, Ray, Ray. you'll start to feel kind of like you, you said the navel. Yeah. Feel as though the sound is coming from that point. You do need to do it for a long time. You might need to do that, I don't know, seven times. But if you, as you do that note for long enough, you will start to feel it resonate in that area. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep um, harping on about that because I find it really interesting. <laughs> glad you do so um physical dysfunctions of this one are impotence frigidity bladder and prostate problems and lower back pain Mm. yeah that makes sense with being that kind of lower thoracic lumbar region yeah Um, and obviously foods oranges being the one it's the color orange carrots sweet potatoes any other orange orange uh, foods yeah orange juice yeah (laughs) Sunny Delight. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny Day. I don't think that was invented two, two and a half thousand years ago. But um, yeah, so what we what I also find interesting, you keep go, you're gonna go on about the, the sounds, but I'm gonna go on about the archetypes. So each one, you know how I love Carl Jung and his archetypes, each one of these is also linked to an archetype. And what we didn't say was the base chakra. That was this is what I was gonna say when I forgot what I was gonna say, is the victim. So that's what's linked to that one. So that's like the survival mechanism. Oh, the world's all gone wrong. Why is this always happening to me? The circle chakra is the martyr. Uh, oh, so these like the dysfunctional archetypes. Oh, they're just archetypes yeah. in general. Oh. Just archetypes in general. And the animals, uh, the first one was the elephant, which we mentioned. This one, randomly, is the fish-tailed alligator. <laughs> I've never heard of a fish-tailed alligator. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's very specific isn't it yeah but what again, does an alligator it, it, a fishtail one yeah it comes from um like western uh, sorry eastern cultures so you know you get the the what is it like the, the chinese do the year of the dragon or the year uh, of the yeah, buffalo yeah. so like some some of these things it's hard for us to comprehend but obviously different regions of the world have you know different we, we should do I've ones more of... local to us like the yeah. squirrel and the you know <laughs> I've never heard of the year of the fish-tailed alligator, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we should do the rat, the, the mouse, the frog. <laughs> right, okay. Are we finished with the second one? Yep, we'll go to the third one. The next one is the solar plexus. This is chakra three, and this is between the navel and the base of the sternum. Can I do your noise? So the noise would be me, M-E. So me... Me, I think mine are all. So, Ray, me. So I heard. Um, sorry, quickly. I heard. Um, our guru Paul Check talking about this. He was saying so singers who are can really master each, um, each frequency on the on the chakra system. Those are the ones who can, um, they tend to be more successful and they can reach the most audience because they can people resonate at different frequencies. So say for me, I was um, really resonating at the root chakra and some really, a singer could really hit that frequency, but they could also hit the sixth chakra, you know, in the same verse. So if they can hit all the chakras for every single people, then mm. they tend to be able to like inspire more people, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So someone who's like tone deaf and everything <laughs> sounds the same boring <laughs> level, but someone who can go up and down the frequency in a song it tends to bring more emotion out of people and they tend to be more successful and have bigger hits. 
which makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Cool. So the color for the solar plexus one is yellow, and the glandular connection is the pancreas. And this one is all about personal power and self-will. Um, so if anybody is feeling like lacking of confidence that they can't do stuff, then that's a third chakra issue. Yeah, and I just like to think of this one as the sun, obviously solar. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, personal power, self-will. It's that, yeah, it's that burning desire and kind of, I like to think this one is, is like the, the hunger and the passion for a certain aspect of life, which you're interested in. Like for me and you, it's probably health and fitness and being a hippie. It's kind of, yeah, it's, it's a passion for something I, I feel. I don't know if that's the technical, technically correct, but no, that that's is, what I, I think it is. I think that is technically correct, but you can't have that if you haven't got the root and the sacral in place. Yeah. Again, it's getting that root chakra, getting that safety and security and feeling like part of a tribe is really important. Yep. Yeah, so um, I'm going to tell you the oils for this one, if you want to massage your solar plexus, is vetivert. I love vetivert. It's like my new favourite oil. If I could send it down the airwaves to you to smell a word. Ylang Ylang, which is another lovely one, and bergamot, which is a bit orangey. So that's a nice one. And your stones are sunstone and yellow citrine. And your animal is a ram. Mm. And some of the problems that can come with the solar plexus are stomach ulcers, digestive problems, chronic fatigue, allergies, and diabetes. And what I like about this as well is like fire is associated with the third chakra. And that's like metabolism. It's where your stomach is, isn't it? Yeah. Where your digestive well, hence, system. Hence the sun, the solar. It is a big ball of fire. Oh, yeah. See, we're joining, just joining dots all over the place. Aren't we? Oh, my God. It's all kicking off in my <laughs> head right now. So, yeah. Oh, and you know what? Like, I like this as well. You know how I read this really cool book, and I can't remember who it was, but I think it was Carolyn Myers. She was talking about how, um, so the religion, you know how, like, religions picked up, like, ancient stuff and kind of incorporated into their religions so that, like, Halloween, All Hallows' Eve was the ancient Celtic Samhain, so that, um, Salmain, so that, Sam, Salhin, I'm pronouncing it correctly. So, that people would still celebrate it, if you know what I mean, but it became All Hallows' Eve and All Saints' Day. So what she's saying is like, this is going through what the church would make you go through. So the root chakra is baptism. So that's when you're born into it. That's where you're safe and secure, your baby. Your sacral is the communion. So when you're confirming that you want to be in a part of that, that religion, so yeah, communion. And then the third one is confirmation, where you're saying definitely out you come to an age where you want to be confirmed as a Christian. And the next one, which is the heart chakra, is marriage. Mm. Do these go it's roughly is it seven years per yes. Yeah, I've heard Paul say that before. You go through cycles of life in like stages of seven, seven years. Um mm -hmm. So yeah, I just thought I'd Yeah, so the root chakra is up, like yeah. one to eight, one to seven, sacral is seven to fourteen, and mm. then you carry on up. So the as you age, yeah, as well. So we're on the fourth chakra, which is the heart chakra. This one is represented by green, and this is all to do with things of the heart, love and relationships. 
Wouldn't you think um, this one would have been red? Just yeah. you know, like, why, the, why is that like a thing? Like, I don't know. Just think, it's just with blood. It pumps blood. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like anyway, you said, great. when we were doing our logo, Paul checks hearts in green, and our hearts in green, and. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think that's why we did it. But like I said before, I was into all this stuff. For me, if you said what colour is the heart chakra, I probably would have said red, to be honest. Well, it's not. It's green. Yeah. yeah so in our logo in Small Business Hall Health, we actually have a green heart. No, oh, there we go. I forgot about that. Yeah. So there you go. We've actually inbuilt the chakra system. Without realizing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, love and relationships, any associated body parts of the heart, lung and chest, physical dysfunctions, shallow breathing, high blood pressure, heart disease and cancer. Do you want another animal? A gazelle. Mm, a gazelle. I like a gazelle. And it's the, oh. the gland or the organ is the thymus. Oh, good. And the, here we go. The musical tone is fa. Fa. <laughs> that sounds like do. Go on, go up the scale. Do. Oh, you've got a good do. See, I'm, I'm rooted. I'm rooted. I'm part of a tribe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, root chakra is tribal. That's where all tribal drumming and all that deep, yeah, earthy yeah. stuff comes in. Um, where are we at? The heart. We're going at the heart. This is the marriage section. Um, and the Giving and receiving the, love. That's quite, quite an obvious yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. The, the fragrances, the oils are rose, bergamot, and melissa, which is very flowery. And um, the planet. Do you want to know the planet? Venus, the goddess of love. Oh, there we go. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, I find it so interesting. Love. So the heart chakra is all about love and bringing love in, taking love out, shedding love out into the world. Yeah. So breathe into the heart chakra. As you eat green foods, like and, yeah. <laughs> apples, avocados, all that type of stuff. Your yeah. greens, obviously. Eat your greens. Good for yeah. your heart. There we go. Up to the fifth chakra. Fifth chakra is the throat chakra, which is centrally at the base of the neck. And this is the thyroid. Mm. So you see, these things do relate to the actual spots in the body where your glands are. Oh, yeah. It like amazes it's me. Almost like identical, isn't it? Where Exactly where they all are. Yeah. And this one is blue. And it's all to do with your mouth, throat and ears. Um, and... Oh, so it's communication. It's like again, this one's quite obvious, isn't it? Yeah. It's like speak, um, speaking your truth, isn't it? If you yeah, it's um having something on your mind and and not being able to speak it. Like there's that saying, a man says what he does and does what he says. And if you again, a skilled coach could figure out someone's holding something back, they might find that the the um the throat chakra is is not open or it's not functioning correctly. They could be just not saying something, being afraid to speak out and mm-hmm. tell people who they truly are. Exactly. You know what part of the religion this is related to? Uh, can't after marriage. What is it, sorry? Confession. Ah, right. Well, yeah, it makes sense again. Yeah, it all makes sense. It all yeah. links like the whole world is linked. Like, yeah. away, man, everything's linked. We are all one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we are one, you are the left, I am the right. <laughs> the yin and the yang. Why do we fight? Become <laughs> one. I'm going into faithless now, right? Anyway, this is all about communication and self-expression, like you said. So any problems with community, like if you can't speak your truth, then you will get croaked up and everything gets stuck. So it's sore throats, neck ache, thyroid problems, tinnitus and asthma. That whole <gasps> that throat feeling. Yeah, um, and the mu- musical skill. Go on then. So, S-O. So. <laughs> Like do, you need to go higher. Come on, on the scale, do re mi, do re mi. (laughs) By the time you get to the top, you're going to be only dogs can hear you. I can't really do the top ones. No, I've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) You're good at the bottom ones. I'm good at the bottom ones. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So the crystals are lapis lazuli, turquoise, and aquamarine. So all the blue stuff. I, I wear a blue one, but I can't remember what this stone's called. I'll remember it at one point soon. And the oils are chamomile and myrrh. Didn't we have myrrh before? We had myrrh as the base one. What um what animal? Oh animal. It's elephant be... bull. It's a bull elephant. <laughs> a male elephant. All right. Well, yeah. And the architect is the communicator. Yeah, no, that's pretty obvious, isn't it, that one? Yeah. Okay, so this archetype would come around by, we're in the like late 20s, early 30s for this one. Personal expression. That's when you come into yourself, isn't it? When you suddenly realise that life's not just about peeing around, drinking and stuff. You've got to do stuff with it. I wonder if people who are like famously good communicators over the, over the, like through the course of history, like, I don't know, famous speeches and things like that. I wonder if you know, it's it's impossible to tell, but if they really had their, they must have been strong in that um, fifth chakra. I know, mm. I just imagine like um, Martin Luther King doing that speech, like communicating and giving over a message. That's like, that must have been a really powerful element of their life. They were the communicator, that archetype. Yeah, maybe they were wearing blue and singing raw at the time. And, and eating blueberries. Eating blueberries. <laughs> so the, um, uh, the planet is Mercury. Is Mercury blue? I bet it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's green, isn't it? It well, is for the sake of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's blue now. Okay. Sixth chakra is the third eye above and between the eyebrows. And this is um, indigo in colour. And this is the pituitary gland, which is the gland that represents it. And this is all about intuition and wisdom. Yeah, this one's I find I find this one probably the most fascinating one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like you say, that intuition, creativity, wisdom, and it's it's been often been um we were reading the same book doing the research for this uh, podcast, and the author was talking about how women who are pregnant and they, they become mothers, they often gain a sense of um, intuition about the child. And then obviously they have to become wise to, to teach the child um, how to move through life. And it's, they say it comes from the pituitary gland. It releases chemicals and hormones and things into the body. And it's like a, a direct link to that intuition of being a mother. So I found that quite interesting as well. Oh, that's cool. So you're, um, so this is indigo in color um so obviously amethyst 
fluorite and azurite, so the purpley colored crystals. And the fragrance is a hyacinth violet and rose geranium, so they correspond as well. Um, the religion one is ordination. So now you're becoming becoming into the religion yourself. You're becoming a priest. When you ordained. ordained. Well, is mm. that what that means? Becoming yeah. like a, an authority figure, ordained, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Ah, right, okay. yeah. Animal? Animal is, ooh, let me have a look. Oh, where's my animals gone? I don't know if it's got an animal, this one. Must have. Hang on. You start to talk a little bit and I'll just I was gonna, find out I was going to say I thought is my intuition. Oh. Go on then. Hasn't got an animal. None for this one. This is now psychic. We've gone above animal level. Ah. We've, gone, we've gone into the psychic realms now. So this is like full we've on. Left, not, we've, 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 left left we've left nature. Yeah. We've so left earth. Uh, now we're on psychic <laughs> plane. Yeah. So you often will people have probably heard the term the third eye and not know not knowing what it's meant. Mm-hmm. Um but like you say, the, the third eye is the name for the pituitary gland or the, the sixth chakra. But believe it or not, in you've probably heard the term reptilian brain as well, which we all have a mammalian brain, reptilian mm-hmm. brain. But in some reptiles, they actually have a third eye which you can't no. see. And it actually, yeah, it's behind the skin and it actually has an eyelid. So, you know how the the whole theory of evolution we we mm-hmm. went up the chain. So it is an actual thing. The third eye. Some lizards do actually have uh, essentially an eyeball with an eyelid behind the skin. So, so there you go. So what I thought. Cyclops? I, so I thought the the animal would have been some sort of lizard, but obviously it's ah not. no no. So it's uh, none. We've gone off the realms of Earth now. We're floating. We're in transcended. the ether. We've transcended. So in, um, dysfunctions of the third eye would be nightmares, learning difficulties, hallucinations. So speaking of nightmares, the musical tone is Come on, L-A. Then, let's... L-A. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a nightmare. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's la. <laughs> sounds very much like ra. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very much like the other six outs, yeah. I think like our musical skills are not up for us podcasting about them. So no, no, we should just we should have really interjected some like music which resonates at that frequency, which yeah. is a bit more. You should have stuck with the root, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> or an instrument that might have been better. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. So that's all about wisdom, intuition. So third eye, pituitary gland. Now that. This is enlightenment now. This is full-on Dalai Lama stuff next. This is the crown chakra. This is the one at the top of the head, chakra number seven. Oh, I didn't tell you the name. This one in Sanskrit is Sahara Razara. Perfect. <laughs> and this is violet in colour. And this is all about spirituality. It's the penal gland. It's in the upper skull. It's like the top head, isn't it? Yeah, so, uh, some religions are kind of wisdom, ancient teachings. Yeah, like It's almost above the head. It's kind of like a halo type of effect. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what they say. Jesus, when he's depicted with a halo. Yeah. It's, it's that, actually the crown chakra. Spirit, yeah, the spirituality connection to God. And it's that connection to something bigger, knowing that you aren't just this, this meat sack on earth. It's like you're part of a whole. And it's mm-hmm. that, um, yeah, it's probably what these ancient um, 
kind of wise teachers, uh, they probably depict that as the end goal to reach enlightenment, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. So your oils are lavender, frankincense and rosewood. Like, like, can you understand how this has all got religious, how they've all kind yeah. of like linked to the Bible and stuff? It's all been like linked around. Um, the crystals, amethyst, clear quartz and diamonds. That's why diamonds are so highly sought after because mm. they're the crown chakra. What do um, kings and queens have in their crowns? They have loads of diamonds uh, and yeah, stuff. Exactly. So that's like emanating the, the crown chakra. Um, so this is uh, from the religious. This is extreme unction. That's like Pope level of like when you get that level. Um Physical dysfunctions, a sensitivity to pollutant, chronic exhaustion, epilepsy, and Alzheimer's, a crown function problems, crown chakra problems. And the planet is Uranus. Hey, the crown on Uranus. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the crown chakra. That's the one we're all aiming for, to have, like, full-on. Full-on enlightenment, yeah. Enlightenment. Don't, don't forget the the musical tone is T T I. Oh come on then. T. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounded. So you got the dawn, you got the T right, but the rest all sounded pretty much the same. Yeah, so I've got me me root and me crown, just like yeah, yeah. Just my backside to the top of my head's all right, but in the, <laughs> in the middle, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. With. <laughs> I need to work on those bits in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the that's the chakra system in a nutshell. I mean, we've just gone through that really quickly, but you can see how it's all interlinked and like, wow, man, this yeah. was like thought out like two and a half thousand years ago. This is like unreal that they connected it all to the different glands, which are there. The, your glands are there, and they're in those places where those those chakras are there. The foods, the colors, the oils, the oh, everything. Yeah, Vibration. and we should. And it's, yeah, so now we've kind of outlined what they are, they do exist, how to, you know what I mean, what different mm -hmm. things correlate with them, like colours and sounds. Um, the next logical thing to talk about is if you find that you're out of balance somewhere in one of your chakras, how do you regain balance? How do you, essentially, if that tap's being closed off or that vortex mm -hmm. has stopped spinning, how do you get, get it to operate correctly? Yeah, so there is um, lots of lots of different methods. Like we've said, you can... You can even simple things like eating those type uh, type of foods on the, the same foods, color frequency, yeah. using the oils, using the crystals, um, listening to sounds. But you can also do things like there's um, there's physical exercises like in the Czech Institute they teach the zone system, and mm -hmm. um, they just essentially they take each chakra and call it a zone, so zone one, zone two, zone three. It makes it a bit makes it sound a bit more practical, doesn't it? I call it zones. Yeah. But essentially, if you if you had a um, a heart chakra issue you would essentially do stretches and mobilizations around the chest area where the heart is and, do, mm -hmm. and try and get some energy some oxygen some nutrients into that area and make yourself feel better so um like you said there's, there's many exercises you can do and in yoga and pilates you'll do the full body anywhere but you find you might struggle in certain areas well it's probably because you're blocked in that chakra or vice versa if you have bad posture you're then going to inadvertently block those chakras. So just opening up is going to allow us to open all those taps and allow a flow up and down the body between the chakras. So that's what good posture can do for you. Yeah, keeps your energy flowing. Your posture is an antennae to the universe, as we've said. So the energy flows in and flows out, and that's how it does it, via the chakra system. Yeah, and 
But you said at the start, uh, is it was Einstein saying everything is a frequency? Everything so is energy. Anything is energy and everything is a frequency. So you can, if you figure out um, all these chakras, they resonate at different frequencies. So again, I'll use the heart chakra as an example. You can find a chart and figure out what frequency that is. And if your heart chakra is not open correctly, then you can get things like tuning forks and mm-hmm. they, they can um, be tuned into that exact frequency and holding tuning forks or just being around them to that frequency can um, often make people feel drastically better. Um, but again, it takes quite a skilled coach. But that's where all these things come from. You might see tuning forks and crystals and drumming sessions and think it's all just a load of crap, but it's rooted in opening these chakras and making people resonate at these frequencies and unblocking stale, stagnant energy. That's where it comes from. So mm-hmm. and like, amazing stuff. We, we spend so long in front of computers and phones and that these are all interfering with our energy levels. They're all electrically operated, battery operated. We're keeping them on us all the time. They interfere with our own bodily energy. So that's why we do all this other stuff as well to just rebalance it all. Yeah. And earlier on at the start, we spoke about that. It's hard for science to kind of measure um, your certain frequencies and your chakras and what's going on. But there are some scientific methods. So things like studying the aura field. So curly and photography, you can actually take photographs now and show the, the colors of light emanating from your body, that subtle energy field. Um, and if you're, a, if you're healthy and you're happy, you can see these colors vibrating off people and creating this beautiful display, like an aura around the body. I mean, you've got obviously your aura story, which we've divulged before. We've already told out. I know that yeah. aura is real. <laughs> yeah. But then in the, in the same curly and photography experiments, they've, um, they've given people things like mobile phones and, or they've made them have arguments and things like that before they take the photograph and the aura and the energy field that shrinks or if it looks, it looks scrambled. So mm-hmm. it's hard scientific evidence that things like um, having too much electronics does scramble your frequency and it, it will make you feel unwell. Again, it's very subtle and we essentially can't see it. Doesn't mean it's not happening. So, um, so if we can get rid of those things, introduce some more kind of ancient methods, even just on a daily basis, five, 10 minutes of meditation or vocal toning or... You can just breathe into those areas as well and just like yeah, visualize yeah. them in your head and kind of switches them on more. Yeah, but All I think good. like the first step is knowing that they do exist and, and there's mm-hmm. a, like the, there's a very practical way to kind of develop them or enhance them or even open them up, should we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I quite like them actually. I quite like thinking about yeah, them. I really enjoy doing a bit more research because it has been a while since I've looked into it deeply again, but I, I find it really fascinating, particularly the, the sound thing, even though I'm not the best at the vocal toning. But yeah, I've got that impression. <laughs> just the actual <laughs> sound, sounds and vibrations that I find. Yeah, it but you can get really music on Spotify. There's all sorts of different frequencies oh, Lord, of music. Yeah. So once you find out which, like, say, you I don't know, sometimes you feel your solar plexus or your heart isn't right, then you can just put the music on for the frequency and it'll play it. Yeah, and the, I know you've got a really, um, uh, you've got the drum, like it's pretty impressive, isn't it? The, is it red, red deer That's skin? Red re- deer skin, yeah. Yeah, so I remember when I first, I did a, a sound bath and uh, the woman, she she used all the instruments and pretty impressive, like I thought, she had, she had this huge gong in the corner and she banged that and I thought, that's going to be the most impressive one. But it wasn't, it was a drum. She got like a, a deep sounding drum. 
but she actually held it against um, my like chest on my spine and then was beating the drum. So you felt the vibration go through kind of the heart chakra and through the spine. And that vibration and that feeling was like, it's, it's almost hard to describe until, until you do feel it. So like things like that, that's, it's resonating on the same frequency as that chakra. It's yeah. Just a, a vibration. Love it. Love it all. Done. Cool. So hopefully everyone's feeling totally enlightened about chakras now. And, uh, you feel, <laughs> yeah. you feel at least, I hope people feel kind of intrigued just to go and research a little bit more because when you start looking at the colours and the foods and the the smells and the tastes, it's it's all linked. All linked to the planets, to the oils, everything. It's just all linked together, like the whole world. And the chakra is like a beautiful system that links it all and it's shouldn't be mocked, I don't think. And I was one of the people who used to mock it. So now that I'm learning about it, I think mm, it's actually rather interesting and it's deep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had no idea about their... Um, you spoke about the links to religion. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's really interesting as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Cool. So, hope we've everyone's learned something there, including me. Yeah, and me. I've learned that dad can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be too shocked, really. No, you can do the good. The deep ones were good. You need <laughs> yeah. to work on your high, high end range. I'm, I'm rooted well. Yeah, yeah. You, you are good. Yes, so thank you for listening, everyone. We are now on Audible, Spotify, iTunes, my website, Small Business Whole Health Podcast on Podbean. Hey, we've got loads of subscribers on Podbean, have you noticed? Yeah, they're going up, aren't they? Yeah. It's not something I like. I would particularly use because I'm so used to using Spotify for the, my podcasts, which I listen to as well. But Yeah, hey. Thank you. Thank you, subscribers on Podbean. Hello. We like that you're subscribing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we are uh, releasing new things every Monday. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Bye.